letting you know what's up next. The Astrology Hour. Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s. On KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternatives. All right, we're going to talk about kids today because I think childhood is very important. I think the way you raise your children is important. I think the karma surrounding the input the body absorbs. Children are helpless, let's face it. When they're babies, they are totally helpless. They are at the hands and the destiny of their parents. It's difficult to make choices when you have no memory yet in the body. Oftentimes, we think we know what's best for children, but the question is... Are we perfect? And the answer is no, we're not. But we still try to do exactly what we think is right to help make our kids as happy and as powerful as possible. Many times the children will grow up and they'll be angry with us. They'll leave us. They'll abandon us. They will fight with us. They will be vengeful towards us. They will have hatred. If we're not careful, we'll make certain promises to them that are not kept. They'll remember those promises. We might force them to make choices. We might want them to be certain people in career. We might sort of, I guess, affect or encourage their friendships or discourage other friendships. Raising children can be dangerous as far as karmic negative vibration absorbed. When you are a parent, when you do have children, you are responsible for the way you raise them. That's why this vicious circle of being a child and a parent and a child and a parent over and over again, the roles are reversed. First you're the kid, then they're the parent, then they're the parent and you're the kid, and you keep doing the same thing to each other. Sometimes there's too much discipline. Sometimes your anger carries over to the child and affects the child in a negative way. A lot of children get screwed up. They have low self-esteem. They're upset. They're angry. They're hostile. Their lives feel futile. Teenage suicide. They go berserk. They get into marijuana early, cocaine early, sex early, because they don't get the proper love and nurturing they need at home. Today, we're going to talk about embellishing the child's chart, childhood effects and childhood karma, karma with the mother and the father with you as the focal point, and what you can do to try to encourage your children's gifts and try to help them, encourage them to make the choice without making it for them. Are you responsible for making all the choices for your children? And then you have to ask yourself, what kind of parent is that? You know, when I grew up, I was bombarded. Okay, I love my mom and dad, and thank goodness the karma has been absolved in my opinion. But when I was raised, let me tell you something. The question was, where is Farley Malaris? Like the decisions of the type of clothes I wore were not really mine. Did you ever wonder about that when you grew up? Who decided what you wore, you or mommy? What kind of parents tell the kid, go over there and pick out something to wear? I don't care if the colors don't match. I don't care if it's dirty. Pick out something to wear. No, the parents lay out the clothing for the children and they make the choice for them. My dad wanted me to be a lawyer when I was two. There's no way I want to be a lawyer. But from 2 to like 25, it was hammered into my head, and there is still some traces of that. Oftentimes, I was encouraged to get involved in sports that I hated. But the sports I liked, no one was around to teach me. A lot of times, people make promises to you, all kinds of promises. People get angry at you sometimes for the wrong reasons. You remember this stuff. If you want to find out if you have karma with yourself, in other words, if you were born to pay back or to absolve a vibration that would have been created in a past life where you yourself might have been what we call a choice parent or you make the choice for the children, then look into your chart right now, if you have your astroscope in front of you, and let's see if you have any planets in the first house. Now, those of us 
with planets in the first house. That means if you look through your wheel of your astroscope, I'll tell you where the first house is. On the clock face, if you imagine your wheel being a big clock and you imagine where the number nine would be, from the number nine to the number eight is house number one or the childhood house, the personality house, and the identity house. And if you have any planets listed in that area, then you better believe that there appears to be some kind of karma with the childhood. Now, number two, if you're not sure, you want to look through the body of your report and look for headings to paragraphs that will list planets in house one, like my chart says, moon in house one, boom. Now also, further investigation to reveal karma with childhood parents and so forth would alert us to the fact that in the aspect list on page three, once you've found that you do have certain planets in the first house, you want to find and see if you have any paragraphs that mention those planets in square or opposition to other planets in the chart. Like my chart, you know, my aspect list says, and I'm proud of this, your moon is square Mercury, your moon is square Pluto, your moon is square the Sun, and your moon is square Saturn. So Farley's in childhood was rather intense. <laughs> we'll talk emotional. Okay. Anyway, so if you find planets in the first house, they are under affliction. And we call planets under affliction planets that do have squares and oppositions then you qualify to be a person who could have been put under substantial karma by self because you place yourself in this situation prior to birth, and then uh, this topic's for you. Also, now, those of you that have no planets in the first house, aha, we all have chart rulers. And the chart ruler not only is the most powerful planet in the chart, but it is also the planet that focuses on childhood factors and childhood karma. So if you have an afflicted chart ruler, that would also mean karma with childhood. Now, how do you find your chart ruler? It's very simple. Now, if you know your rising sign, I'm going to give you your chart ruler. If you're Aries rising, Mars is your chart ruler. Uh, if you're Taurus rising or Libra rising, Venus is your chart ruler. If you are Gemini or Virgo rising, either one of those, Mercury is your chart ruler. If you're Cancer rising, the moon would be your chart ruler. Leo rising, the sun is the chart ruler. And then Scorpio rising would have Pluto. That's right, that little tiny planet. Very important if you're Scorpio rising. That's chart ruler. Sagittarius rising would have Jupiter as chart ruler. Capricorn rising would have Saturn as chart ruler. And because Saturn is lord of karma, it is said that all Capricorn risings, I'd say 99% have karma with childhood because of that. Because the suffering is on the first house. Aquarius risings would have Uranus as chart ruler. And Pisces risings have Neptune as chart ruler. And now when you know where your chart ruler is, right, in sign and house, if you look on page three and see if your chart ruler has any afflictions, meaning squares or oppositions, you would also qualify as someone who has karma with childhood. Now, other things that you must be aware of, what happens to planets transiting, moving planets in the sky when they enter that zone called the first house? Is there an area in your first house where planets will travel, right, where they will go under stress when they're in that first house. For example, I'm Libra rising 20, and my first house goes from Libra 20 to Scorpio 20. Now, obviously, when the moon or any planet enters Libra 20, I'm okay, because it just sextiles my Jupiter, and it gets to late Libra, I'm fine. It trines my Uranus. Early Scorpio, I'm still trying. It trines my Venus. When it gets later into Scorpio, it starts going square to all my Leo planets. That is called a zone of influence. When a transiting planet moves into an area in a certain house and picks up afflictions from other natal planets, squares and oppositions, that also is called a designated karma. Okay, so let's look at the three levels then. Natal planets in the first house under affliction, 
chart ruler under affliction, and planets transiting through zones of influence, picking up afflictions in the first house, those would qualify these people, which represent most of us, as people that have karma with self in childhood. Also, because the sun is the father and the moon is the mother, an afflicted sun, square opposition on the sun or an inconjunct on the sun, or an afflicted moon, square opposition or inconjunct on the moon, would also show karma with the self and mother or father, either moon or sun. Mercury is a planet that rules karma with brothers and sisters. So an afflicted Mercury would show a karma with the brothers and sisters. Also, third house planets, third house lord afflicted would show karma with brothers and sisters. Fourth house planets, fourth house lord could also show karma with the mother. Fifth house planets, fifth house lords also show karma with the father. And, of course, with the family or children. So you might not have planets in your first house or any of these karma afflictions for your childhood, but then you'll look to your fifth house and see so you have planets there under affliction with squares and oppositions. Aha, now you have karma with yourself and your children, or you're the one that's a dictator. Now, I might refer to parents as dictators in this show, but I'm not trying to put them down. What I'm trying to do is encourage a lot of love to embrace your children with lots of love emotionally, lots of support, and lots of understanding, and also to encourage them to be all that they can be. I know a lot of children may cry, a lot of children may scream, a lot of children may yell. I helped raise Mikey Clevins. Debbie's birthday is today, by the way. Happy birthday, Debbie. When she was my girlfriend, Mikey was a baby, and he was a screamer. And I asked Debbie, can I discipline your child? And she said, sure. We only spanked that child once in his whole life, because when he found out the difference between being spanked and not being spanked, he never screamed again. In fact, I taught him what a Virgo moon meant because he has a Virgo moon. So when we took him into a restaurant, he stopped screaming. I think the problem with most people is, is they're afraid to discipline their children. And what they give them is light discipline all the time. When they, What they really need is one gestalt lesson that says this is wrong. So I thank goodness that we didn't have to put him through a torture process to show him what was wrong. So at the same time, I think the point of today's show is to try to encourage the children to be all they can be to make their own choices, and to try to avoid crossing karma lines by affecting a child's destiny. I think the mistake we make is that we don't like the way we were raised, and we don't like the input that we were given. The body is a vulnerable vehicle. And before the soul becomes fully animate, see, the soul animates the baby at birth, true, okay, and the body is charged astrologically to give it an impulse. But the problem that we make oftentimes is that we forget that we don't really regain total consciousness until we are educated. Some of the education we get, like if we live in a household where pop's shooting coke or our mom's smoking joints, a sister and brother smoking cigarettes, we're getting a ton of negative input. We aren't believing that this is okay behavior because we're experiencing it. If we experience a lot of yelling and screaming amongst people around us, even as babies, I want you to know that babies are very sensitive. And they absorb everything, even from the first hour of birth. So if they're put in an environment that is very emotional, then they're going to absorb that. See, that's the astrology chart is amazing because it interprets the exact type of karma in the childhood that a baby will absorb. And it can be frightening, like with me. Here I am, if my mom would have known that I was born with a Scorpio moon with four squares on it, I kind of tend to doubt that I would have been raised in an intense and emotional environment where in recollection, I had fun, my childhood was pleasant overall, but emotionally, my God, it was like the thin edge, you know, it was like the blade's edge. All of a sudden, I remember as a baby looking around seeing dad get upset. Talk about anger and 
explosion, you know, like sometimes every day. And here's this little kid, Farley, like, you know, looking like Curly Joe in the three suit, just not knowing what to do. Should I go here? Should I go there? You know, tremendous pressure being put on me to do the dishes. Heck, if I wanted to do the dishes, I would do them or dry the dishes, right? Tremendous pressure placed on me with the darn swimming pool. There's no way in hell I wanted to clean that pool, but you wouldn't know that. You live here. you got to earn your keep. You're going to go out there and clean that pool. This creates a lot of negative vibration towards a parent when they continue to order a child to do something. Now, of course, there are certain things that you want to try to subtly teach a child, hoping that it will grow up to be a decent, proper human being. But if you come across in a hostile, aggressive manner, they might learn that lesson, but they might carry anger and karma in themselves towards you because of the way it was delivered. And sometimes we don't see ourselves. We don't recognize that raising a child is like a career. As soon as that baby comes out, you're hired, but it's with no pay. In fact, you have to pay for it, right? And it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of karma. And we forget that it is important every word, every thought, every action, every vibration around that baby is absorbed. And if it's negative, it's karma. Do you know people order their children around? A lot of people abuse their children. They put them in environments where they're abused. And people say, Farley, for Christ's sake, how did I put myself in this experience? You know, and I hate to tell you this. Now, this is metaphysics. The universe is perfect. Everything happens for a reason. What goes around comes around. If you're in an abusive environment, then it's some kind of major debt that you have to pay off. The purpose of this topic is to help you absolve some of the pain of childhood. Let it go. Write it off as a payback, something that was due you, and maybe that will help you overcome it by understanding it as a karma or a return vibration. When this stuff gets negated and when the vicious circle continues, I'll tell you where it continues. It continues when children don't learn the lessons. And when they have children, they do the same exact damn thing. Here they are, hateful and violent and aggressive and vindictive toward their own parents to do the same exact mistakes to their own kids. The karma stops when you stop it. When you finally say, that's it. No more torture for me or my children. A lot of people, if they're smart, they'll get the charts done for their children. And they'll read their children's astroscope. And they'll understand what type of beings they're thinking about. Parents forget to give the child a choice, even a two-year-old. Honey, what would you like to do today? Instead of dragging the kid off to the park, ask her, what would you like to do? Well, can we go to Disneyland? Well, see if we have time or not. You know, let's discuss it. Let's negotiate. See, you can become their friend. The mistake a lot of people make is that people think that parents are supposed to be the boss. You mind telling me in what law it's written that parents are supposed to be boss for children? Maybe it's tradition. Children are human beings, and on top of that, they're our own reflection. They're our own God self. They are our own creation. So would we pump cigarettes into our dog, or would we pump marijuana or cocaine? Would we yell and scream and beat a dog up for nothing if we have a hard day? You know, that dog would bite your head off after a while, maybe. But a little kid absorbs that stuff and lives with it. Sometimes what happens is that we are vulnerable as children. We're not aware of this karma or this free will choice because it's not taught to us. We're taught that everything in life that is important is outside of ourselves. So it's real easy to be insecure and have low self-esteem and feel like a jerk when you have a bunch of people yelling and screaming at you. We are put in situations with brothers and sisters that are insecure, that put us down and spank us needlessly, or put us in an environment with their friends that will abuse us. We are uh, Parents, I think, a lot of times don't think what they're doing with their kids. Kids are like an Apple computer. And you can take it around and hand it to your perverted uncle or brother, or hand it to your perverted daughter, or hand it to the perverted babysitter, or hand it to your perverted husband. 
and say, here, put in the computer whatever you want. And the baby, what we're doing is the baby is growing, the baby is receiving data in the body. Remember, I talk about so much that the body of the child and the spirit are different. The spirit is fighting to break through to become conscious. Meanwhile, the body is absorbing all this data and memory that is alien to the spirit. The spirit is sitting there going, wait a minute, I don't want to go to the racetrack today. Dad says, let's drag the kid along to the racetrack, you know, three years old. He's going to sit there 20 minutes between each race. The spirit's going, I think I'd rather, uh, you know, watch TV or do my ABCs or something. No way. Let's take the kid down to the ball game. He loves football. No, football? But what you can do is you can reach for the spirit by sitting down with a child and allowing the child to center by holding both of the child's hands, giving it a hug or a kiss, looking in the child's eyes, reach through the body to the spirit and try to bridge that gap and then offer the spirit the choice so it can break through. Can you imagine what kind of being would develop in your children if you gave them the choice without directing their lives for them? And do you know how many people deal with their lives being torn asunder by dominant arrogant, vicious, hostile, stubborn, hard-headed parents that think they're know-it-alls. And God forbid, right, you should have a Leo or an Aquarius or a Scorpio or a Taurus parent that hasn't gotten over their ego and their conceit and the fact that they think they're know-it-alls or any of you that have these fixed signs, Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, or Scorpio, right? What gives us the right to even be qualified as parents? People take a test for driver's licenses, right, to drive a car, I think that people should have to take a test to get a license to have kids. People might think, well, you're, that's pretty ridiculous, probably, but why not? I want to know how these parents are going to raise their kids, what they're going to do about it. Of course, there's no way to stop the pregnancies because I'm not, but still, it'd be nice to say, I was raised by parents who were licensed to raise children. All right, far out. Salute that kid. The astroscope is wonderful because not only will it help you understand your own self, and not only will it help you gain self-respect, learn self-esteem, and understanding things like the childhood. We go over so many things in astrology. I know today's show was extremely advanced. Man, we talked about houses and planets and afflictions and conjunctions and squares and all that stuff. But that's why I tell people, record these shows. Because one day in this class that we call Astrology Hour, right, you might reach a point that you'll hear this show and you'll go, wow, like I got, because the ones that got this topic are really blown away by it. I really do, I'm proud to say that I do present what I think is understanding as to how the universe works in this dimension in a certain perspective. And uh, this is KFOX, Redondo Beach, 93.5 FM, the Astrology Hour, weekdays at 12 noon. Can you reach forward, Laurie, and get real close to the microphone? Can I put you on the spot for a second, uh, Laurie? Laurie is here. She's married and she has children, right? Yes. You're one of our winners, right? Yes. How do you feel about this topic? I love it. Did you learn anything? I sure did, and I'm going to have both my children charted today. Do you find you make your choices for your kids sometimes and what they eat, how they dress, <laughs> what they do, their activities? are? Do you offer them the choice? I was just wondering if this topic helped you any. Well, as small children, when they're younger than two, yeah, I do. I have a 14-year-old boy, mm -hmm. and he is totally allowed to make all his choices, his clothing, what he eats, everything. You're not one to criticize the kids too much then? I really try not to. So I think the point of today's topic was really to learn to love and accept the children the way they are, you know, and if sure. if they have certain troubles, help them work through them. But I got a tremendous amount of criticism when I was a kid from everybody. I thought no one liked Farley. I didn't like Farley. I thought this kid must be a jerk. But yeah, it's really heavy because when you do go through a traumatic childhood emotionally, sometimes it's not a physically traumatic one. 
I don't know. Are your kids in an environment where people are yelling and screaming at each other sometimes? No. no. Okay. No. So you guys try to control yourselves Definitely. around the kids. Definitely. That's, I'm really proud. You know what? You just got a license to parent. <laughs> I'm very fortunate. I was raised somewhat in the same environment. and oh, In uh, a non-hostile environment. Yeah. And I truly believe in it. And I truly believe in everything that you've said so far about the children being the spirit given a body. And mm-hmm. everything you're saying, I totally agree with. For sure. Yeah, but so many people have been raised in the environment where they, you know. <laughs> it's getting worse and yeah. worse. Kids are rebelling. I mean, you see it. The kids are angry. Yeah, They're if, mad. If the kids love themselves and if they got a normal amount of love in their environment and if they weren't so manipulated and controlled, I really don't think we'd have this drug problem. You know, I think the reason why they run off to have drugs and have sex premature is because they're not getting the support at home they need. In fact, they're getting criticism. They're being manipulated. And they're being made to feel small, whereas in the gangs and such, they're made to feel more important. It's very dangerous because they end up in jail, the karma compounds, and they end up getting people pregnant, and then they end up being strange parents, too. So it's a very vicious circle. Not only the love, but the trust from the parent to trust the child in their decisions. If that trust is ever shattered, boy, it takes a lot to rebuild that foundation. Sure. Okay, thanks, Lori. Thanks, Thanks for participating. You're welcome. Okay, and this is our topic today on childhood. If you have a question about your chart concerning your childhood today or any day, please call me or if you have questions about your children or whatever, call me on the air and we'll discuss it, of course, because I love the children. And I do the best I can to try to help encourage the children to be themselves. And it really bothers me when I see parents yank their kids' arms in public or spank them in public or whatever or do things that are harsh or negative where they can nurture these children and help them in a more loving way see the light. And of course, it's tough to be a parent. You know, once you have a baby, <laughs> welcome to a new dimension, da, 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 you know, because it is, it's very difficult. And of course, even though I might not have had any children in this life, trust me, I've regressed myself and I've had a few children in, in the eternal experience there. I remember, I remember. That's another edition of Astrological Metaphysical Radio. Hope you liked it. See you real soon. Weekdays in the Fox at 12 noon. Bye-bye.